I figured we could, uh, <clears throat> it might be fun to make this the, uh, the sports hour. The sports hour? Oh my God, dude. Talk sports. <laughs> now that Clint is not here. Without Clint? Oh my God. It is exhausting being a friend of a guy who loves sports. It is so exhausting. He knows this. I tell them, I tell him to his face. Dude, it's it, just it is hilarious uh, how many times he's been like, You don't know who so and so is. And I'm like, No, dude. He's Yeah, it's just like remember when I said you don't give off the impression you don't like talking about yourself. Like what what impression have we given off where we're like, we know exactly what you're talking about right now? That we would have any idea what he's talking about. Any idea. You don't know so-and-so. No. We're like, you mean some 19-year-old that lives in Mississippi? No, I don't care about what no. he's doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he does that so he could feel smarter than us. Like, oh, you don't know. Oh, let me tell you about Like, congratulations, man. This is the one thing you're good at. You don't know Joe Smith. <laughs> like, no, I, I don't know not. Joe Smith. I do know Joe Smith, though, but I don't know Joe Smith. <laughs> Such a common, <laughs> yeah. Actually, oh, dude, it was names together. Hilarious. Last night we were at um, on the rocks, waiting to go up at the mic, and it's starting a little later now because it's football season, yeah. and um, it's a exclusively a sports bar. Uh, Steelers and Browns were on last night. Uh, Steelers took it home. Took it home. Woo! Uh, we got to watch a replay of Nick Chubb, the running back from the Browns ruining his career ruined it dude like he got his leg or something he got uh tackled up high by somebody and he was like going forward and like getting brought down and then somebody tackled him low right at the knee and just <laughs> just oh my god career ender that you was hate to see that happen to a young player well i think he's a little older you hate to see that happen to an older player. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. It. I'm yeah. trying to help here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, – and, yeah, so we watched the replay. We're like, ooh, shit, let's watch it again. Ooh, shit. <laughs> replay. Uh, replay it. Um, and uh, Steelers brought it home, which 19-year-old Connor was very happy. Uh, very Good. happy about the Steelers. Steel City. Steel City. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, um, had you ever even been to Pittsburgh before you got that tattoo? I still haven't. <laughs> still never been, dude. Dude, you know, fair play. I've never been to a Blue Oyster Cult concert. <laughs> yeah, I and you got fucking dope for the Reaper, dude. <laughs> I don't think they tour anymore. But anyhow. I don't think so either. No, they don't. I think it's before my time. So that's I know. We're literally, we're like same, same. We're alternate universe each other's. <laughs> We are, dude. Just, just posers for different reasons. Yeah, but your your obsession was just Blue Oyster Cult, and mine was the Steelers. <laughs> but dude, we have I like love... we have like the same brain paths working. Like we'll get this tattoo of this thing that we know don't really like that much in the exact same place, dude. Yeah, Clinton just needs like a like an F one tattoo. So oh my god, dude. have tattoos <laughs> of things that other people are interested in. Like you have sports, I have music. Clinton needs like oh man, like F one or personal finance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be it right there. 
That would be it. It would just be like like a fucking spreadsheet on his bicep. It just says Roth IRA. He's like, "What's up, dog?" <laughs> and like the more the more of your sleeve that you pull up, the more commas you see. <laughs> like, oh, 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 look at that guy. This is total um, net worth, and then you have to pull. It. <laughs> like, oh, that's a decimal place. Okay, Ooh. that's very small. You nasty as hell. <laughs> you nasty as hell. Um. And so we were at uh, on the rocks, and the the one thing, and you can relate to this. The one thing that I hate to happen the most happened, which is a, a drunk person being overly friendly with someone they do not know, and that someone that they did not know was me. Yeah, and I, they're almost like. Um, remember how everyone, because of Jurassic Park, they thought that. T-Rexes would just go away if you didn't move. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about drunk, friendly people in the bar. I'm like, if I don't look at them, they'll just go away. Wait, don't move. <laughs> yeah, just... And this guy comes up to me, and he's clearly drunk, and he's a really young guy. He's probably like 22, and he's just just overly... Uh, almost like too bro-y, and I don't like too bro-y. People who are like, like slap on the shoulder, like like hitting you and like that's funny right there. It's like, yo, man, you need to get like just doing all Put that. Stuff. One of your skits. Yeah. He's like, oh, you guys should talk. He had no oh dude, you should have seen him when he realized there was comedy. <laughs> he lost it, dude. He was like, oh shit. No way. Cause so I was I was like leaning up against one of the the bars and Clint was right next to me. And then he was on the other side of Clint take and Clint was taking the brunt of it. And Clint he um, he lets that kind of stuff happen and he engages with it and he, he prolongs it, but he, he regrets it every time and he doesn't know how to get out of it. And that's where I come in because I know how to uh, not get into it and also get out of it if I'm in it, you know? And so he starts talking to him and then I knew that when Clint welcomed that, that it, I immediately would be dragged into it because he looked at me. He's like, hey, you, what about you? Which team are you trying to – which team are you going for? And, of course, you know, I'm going for the Steelers. He doesn't know, but I can't go through the tattoo thing again. I can't. Yeah, no. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. And I was like, I don't watch sports. And then I was <laughs> – I literally – I literally went, I don't watch sports. And then TJ Watt on the defense scooped up a fumble and scored a touchdown. I was like, oh! <laughs> and I was like, I don't watch sports. Go, go, go! Go, 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 go! <laughs> and yeah, dude. And he was like, oh, you... and I was like, nah, man, I, I, don't have, I don't have a team anymore. And then Clint's just like, just keeps talking to him. And I'm like, uh... he said something about, uh, he he like kept like being too sharp with me and like uh, saying jabs that he didn't know were jabs. And I knew what it was when he was saying it, and I knew he was gonna pedal back on it. And he pedaled back. He's like, oh, I'm just I was just playing around, bro. I didn't mean any disrespect or nothing, bro. Like you can beat my ass if you want. I hate people that do that. You can beat my ass if you want because I like to go opposite. Now I'm not gonna beat your ass. And I feel like, and I feel like you'll like that. You know what? No, no, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> yeah, dude. And um, so fast forward to when he realized comedy was going on, 
uh, Jared, Jared Martin, he, he was hosting the show for Joel and, uh, Clint was first up and then he went up and the guy turned around and was like, Oh shit, that guy does like Clint is in the middle of telling a joke and he just goes, (laughs) Oh shit, that guy does comedy. No, he looks at me. He's like, dude, the guy does comedy. I'm like, did you know? Yeah, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, dude. It's so funny. And he's like, dude, it takes so much fucking balls to go up there. I can never do. And Clint is in the middle of talking. And this dude is just, he's like talking right here to my face. And I am making eye contact with Clint on stage. And he turns and meets my eyes. And he realizes why I'm looking at him. And he starts laughing. He starts laughing because this drunk dude is just fucking right in my face going, dude, I have so much respect for people like that. I can't even. And I'm just like, yeah, yep. it just goes to show that if you're around comedy enough, that happens because you remember my uh, my House of Bards story, right? Yeah. The, the drunk guy. Yeah. The two guy, drinks and throwing up. Yeah. Throws up on himself. But before yeah. that comes up like. I don't even know how he how he ended up at House of Bards. He spawned there. That's fair. He spawned. But he there. was there for like a golf tournament or something. Like he was in Tucson for a golf tournament. And the only reason I know this is because Randall, the fuck, uh, kept like talking. Like he would drop like questions and then be like, "I gotta go." And then, like, leave me with this guy. And I was like, no, Randall, no. What are you doing? Oh, I my God. Like, I have so much respect He's like, for I'll that. get you a beer. No, <laughs> I'm getting away from you. He just eggs it on. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> I have so much respect for that. Like, I hate that. I hate when, like, people hang around and then they, they're just like, so what are you, were you born and raised here or what? Like, at a bar and we're all fucked up and, like, like, come on, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. It's more digestible when you're fucked up because, you know, the walls are down a little bit. But right. I've been not drinking at shows, you know, at um, at open mics. So I'm completely sober, just raw dogging it. And this fucking drunk fuck's right in my face. So I have no tolerance for that. But, like, yeah. when I have respect for, like, I respect the game when Randall's just like, Hey, you should ask him about this thing right here, and then he just runs away. <laughs> oh, what's what's this thing? What's why do why why do you wear your pants so low? And you're like, God damn it! And then you got to explain an embarrassing story. Truly, he would he would walk by like because uh, I'm standing at the bar with Justin, and he like ran, and this guy is just just hammering me with like questions and like, oh, it takes it takes so much it takes so much guts, and I was just like. You could just go. We're all here for this. Like it doesn't. You could go up if you wanted to, um, and then Randall would just come by, and then he would just be like, "He'd be like, oh yeah, like you, you heard it. This guy's great at this. Anyhow, I'm gonna go." And then I was like, "No, Randall, no. God damn it!" And then he would be like, "Oh, so like, do you like do like you know whatever?" And I was like, "No." Yeah, tell then, me your best joke. And then Randall comes by. He's like, "Oh, have you heard this guy's podcast?" And I was like, "Dude, no." No. Oh my God. It sucks. I'm sure it would suck if you had like a uh, mildly successful podcast, <laughs> but it sucks even more when you have a shitty podcast. Yeah, I, I know. And I'm like, dude, Randall, no. thanks for the one view, dude. Fuck, no. man. <laughs> God. 
not even going to get a subscribe. We're going to get a one view ever from that guy. A one view, and it's going to be in the cab ride home, and then the cabbie's going to have to turn it off. Oh, and man. then he's never going to remember why. <laughs> yeah. And then with that with that guy, I was I was I was right after Clint on stage, and I was kind of hoping that he would do the same thing for my set. Another guy completely distracted him at the bar. He was like a dog, dude. He was just like all <laughs> over the just drunk all over the place. He's like, oh yeah. Uh, and then he he snuck in like these super quick depressing comments that I did not revisit with him. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend just jumped me and my grandpa died. And so anyway, and I was like, I'm not addressing that. Not a, <laughs> not a bit. Not a bit. He said that's why he was that here. Right there. Yeah, I'm not addressing that. And he, he was turned around for my whole set. And I mean, luckily, it was a decent set talking to two audience members. But, you know. It was it was it was good. It was fun, fun night nonetheless. Uh, I had this uh, I had this thought. Um, I think one reason that I know that I am racist is <laughs> just listen. All right, no, no, just listen. Not. It's not against black people, by the way. All right, um, I probably shouldn't even have said that. That's I, that made it sound no really weird. That, but okay. <laughs> um is that I don't think that Italians should be allowed to make sandwiches. I don't think, no, because I don't, I don't like Italian sandwiches. Italian food is amazing, but I don't think Italians should make sandwiches. I think they need to just stick to the pasta. What are you smoking? I'm just saying, like, I've never once enjoyed an Italian sandwich. What? Like with capicola, salami. The gabagool? The ga whatever the fuck gabagool is. Gab it's capicola, See, they say that. Here's gabagool. Oh, that's the same thing? Yeah, capicola, gabagool. It's, it's Gabagool and capicola. It's just the way they pronounce it. Gabagool. Yeah. For some reason, Italian-Americans uh, really cut corners. Like when they go words. mozzarella. Yeah, they're like, mozzarella. Oh, the, mo the mozzarella? You're like, no. La. Uh, yeah. <laughs> La. <laughs> I never yeah. knew that. That's interesting. But I will say this. Every individual ingredient on an Italian sandwich, like a, an Italian sub, is delicious. Yeah. But altogether, I just don't I don't agree with it. Because really? it doesn't agree with me. All right. But I, I just... Not, not even like a not even like a chicken parm sandwich. Ooh, I renege. I renege. Yeah, yeah. Chicken parm is pretty darn good. I think I just have uh, I have something against like the the fucking salami, like the grinder, the grinder. Italian yeah, Italian grinder sandwiches. I think are dog shit. Interesting. I could eat that all day. And I think Italians yeah. are pieces of shit for creating it. Well, you're not wrong, but yeah. Um, I say that for a different reason because I could eat twelve thousand of those, um, mm. and it would have, it would have been better if the world just didn't know that they existed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wait. I couldn't tell if that was a burp or a fart. That was a fart. My mouth wasn't open, doggy. I, I thought that that's why it sounded like that because you're trying to squeeze it out. What did it come out of my ears? No, through your like. Through your like. Oh, okay. I see. No, that was my ass. Way to go, bud. That, that was indeed my ass. You are the champ. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, former champ, actually. You hang it up? I, I, I hung it up a long time ago, yeah. Well, I know that you, you're not actively pursuing it. I thought that you still just practice in the offseason, but... Yeah. And here's another thing. Did you know, uh, I just learned this today, that India, uh, when they started building helicopters in the 60s, they made them to look like elephants... Did you know this? How so? Like they made the actual helicopter, but they like they decorated them with like a trunk on the front and like legs hanging down and like tusks and stuff. Did you know that? I saw no. pictures. Okay, I need. I, I need I'm this. down for you to show me pictures. That just doesn't. It, that's one of those things that it sounds like something that you want to get someone to believe. Does that make no, sense? it's 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 real. It's real. Okay. <laughs> that's it's fantastic. real, dude. It's Wait, real. But that that's not just like a couple that they they decked out for fun like they were produ producing them that way. Not they weren't like sending them off to war or anything like that, but oh, this okay. is like an actual thing that they started doing in the late 60s and early 70s Pretty when cool. they were becoming more popular. And they're just like, let's let's just put on the trunk and, <laughs> and the legs. Now Which it's racist. <laughs> it's insane because if you had asked like a genuinely racist person, hey, what do you think an Indian's helicopter looks like? They'd be like, probably looks like an elephant or something. Hey, what has it got a fucking trunk on the front? Was it got it got a fucking trunk on the front and and fucking like a like tusks and shit? And they'd be absolutely right. <laughs> Dude, it is it is crazy, <laughs> but I do think that you're right that that's how that's how someone who had a genuine problem, like genuine xenophobia, like somebody like no, I don't know, what do they have, and then they just start listing the most stereotypical things. Like about, a truly ignorant person would be like, I don't know, fucking elephants or something. Fucking, I don't know, fucking elephants. elephants? What else they got? I don't know. Yeah. What did, what did they like decorated with like that calligraphy bullshit on it? That fucking <laughs> the the lines and shit. What are they gonna put a swastika, but not the uh, not the one that means bad things? The what other. Do they do the the peace swastika on it? The peace monster, and they're exactly right. And you're like, Holy shit, yeah, they actually He's like, No, you, you nailed it. <laughs> like, Holy shit, is Donnie cultured? You're like, Oh, wait, Donnie, Donnie's Donnie fucking... says suspicious things, Donnie, yeah, uh, sus Donnie. That was one of the things that I, uh, I thought was the funniest about uh, learning Japanese in college. Was that all of the like English loan words just the sound English like loan words? What do you mean? Like, uh, like if they, uh, what is it? They didn't come up with their own word for basketball. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they just use the English word, but they use the English word. They Hindu it up a little bit. No, no. Sorry, sorry. The Japanese. Oh, the, okay. They just say it the way that a person who's making fun of Japanese people would say it. No, no way. And you're like, no, dude, for real? What is it? Basketbaru. Basketbaru. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, dude. It's like it's, it's like crazy. Remember what we were gonna name the podcast, podcast, podcast? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Korean and <laughs> Japanese. Noreban podcast. Yeah. It, 
but just the fact that they like like the 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 bo the boilerplate racist thing that you do with like like or the thing that people say about Asian cultures yeah. in general is they don't have they don't pronounce the L's, they pronounce them as R's. Yeah. Right. That's like the the hacky bullshit the horseshit thing. And then sure enough, basket de body. It's you're like, oh, okay, I guess. God, you really did it. See, that's a, that's a weird thing that uh, that I've thought about before is that so like what we traditionally think about other countries is like, OK, the Japanese, they're really big on like honor and they're super clean and tidy and they love just like sniffing uh, fucking uh, snack machine panties and stuff like yeah. that. And you're right to an extent, you know. But that is like, the only place that that exists. Yeah, that's that's true. That that's that's honestly like that's fucking weird. I think that's fucking weird. That's very yeah. slimy. Very just such a grease ball fucking thing. That's something that Italians would do, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly something. Dude, that's like, you're like, back to I don't know. Why don't you just stock up this vending machine with some panties and shit? I don't know. It'll don't sell. Know. Hey, and we'll put the fucking gabagool machine right next to it. Right next door. They'll get a little bit of a little column A, little column B. Little column A, little column B. And they're like, hey, Carmine, you got to yeah. stop suggesting that. <laughs> yeah. And like people um, from other countries think that we think we're the best. We think that we're like racist as fuck and, you know, just all these things. But like genuinely what other countries think about our country and what we think about other countries is correct. Yeah. Like I think like even on an individual basis and a, and like a, a societal basis too, like individually, I think our country is pretty fucking awesome compared to other countries. Do I think it's number one? Not quite. I mean, there's some other ones that are taking the reins right now, especially because of like all the, all the, um, you know, the left wing stuff that's happening. I'm sure that Russia and Korea and name another communist country or whatever is looking at our country and going, oh, look, it's starting. <laughs> yeah, I they're like, that's... oh, weird. Called that. Mm. <laughs> We're like, oh, shit. Yeah. How did we know? I don't know, because they've fucking been through it before. <laughs> yeah, China's like, oh, did you, you just hitting that now? Yeah, yeah, we did that a little bit ago. Maybe that's why a lot of Chinese people are moving here because it just seems comfortable. It's like, yeah, we know. We know communism. Just go there. They got it now. Dude, it's it's the reason so many Californians moved to Austin is yeah. that Austin is California in the 90s, like 30 years ago when it was cool. Right, yeah. And now California is China 30 years ago. They're oh, like, I see. So, cool. <laughs> so China's kind of invading from the Pacific is what you're saying. <laughs> Not exactly, but... <laughs> it sounds like that's what you're saying. You're saying now, China's invaded California. <laughs> it's not what I said, but it's not not what I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They're not invading. No, uh, they don't have enough people in there. They've been there. They've been hiding for a while. Well, no, I just mean that, like, uh, I don't know. When, when I say that, like, it's familiar, they, they see a government who's doing things that they're like, you know this goes bad. And they're like... Yeah. We've been through this. We know it goes bad. That's why so many like uh, so many like Eastern blockers, like a uh, former Russian, yeah, like, like Hungarian, Russians, yeah. yeah, they're like not nah, bah, 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 bah. 
we're not playing that. It went bad. It went really bad. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, the... the Just getting the fuck out. A lot of the immigrants that came to the U.S. from all of these places where communism yeah. exists are just like, I think, no. I think, like, everyone, like, every family <clears throat> in the U.S., if they can, they need to find, like, a middle-aged, like, hung, hungo couple, you know, and just use them as their base for, like, all right, what do you think about what's happening with the country now? And just use them as your, your fucking gauge, you know, like, right. should we... All right, so is it okay to move back to California, or do we got to go to fucking Montana? Like, which one do we got to do? You know, yeah. and they're just like the California, the pussies. California. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we're not doing that. Big pussies. The masks is gay. They tried to make us do this in Hungary. We say no way, Jose, and we move to California. And now California do same, and I say you gay, so I move. But the nineties, I'm cool. Nineties <laughs> cool. Twenty twenty three, new nineties in Austin, Texas. Austin, <laughs> Austin, nineteen nineties California, same same. Dude, it is it, it is refreshing to be in a blue dot surrounded by a sea of red, just yeah. all the comforting red. <laughs> keeping my taxes low while I can still go to like hipster coffee shops. Yeah, do you feel like uh do you feel like Moses that goes by they them just in a sea of red and just <laughs> just parting it <laughs> for, for for my artisan cocktails. <laughs> With your two nine millimeters just <laughs> Oh, I'm just like, yeah. I want banana bread muffins. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, talk to the nut. Um, <laughs> I got to part the red seat. And then when I want barbecue, I'll just fade back into the red. <laughs> <laughs> just close it back up. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, are you noticing like a, like a big difference? I know you moved to Austin like for opportunities and stuff like that. Are you noticing a difference with uh, Tucson and Austin? Well, um. I don't know. The, the biggest thing I, I keep noticing now that now that I'm not in Tucson and I only visit every now and again, mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know you know how you um, when you're a kid and you you have those friends that you only see during the summer or vice versa only see during the school year. Yeah, and then like you leave in May and then you come back in August and somebody's like four inches taller and you're like, what the fuck happened with this? Right. Um, that's kind of what it feels like with Tucson. Except keep... it's four IQ points lower. <laughs> well, I keep coming back and I'm like, well, this part became Tempe and there's entirely too much meth over here. Right, I feel like yeah. we used to have a good balance of building new stuff and meth. Yeah. And now we've just gotten pockets of like way too much new and way too much meth. Yeah. Okay. I was... Um... I was more just talking about like vibes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, love I mean, like with the <laughs> with like I guess the attitude of people that you're around that you can that you can stand to be around. Yeah, I guess I uh, I don't know Tucson uh, or rather I don't know if I noticed that much about Tucson, but I definitely notice here people uh, like the people who have been here for longer than I don't know six years mm -hmm. are so angry that this place uh whatever 10 years ago that a bunch of yous filled it up a bunch of me's came in 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, 10 years like, ago. This is crazy. There's like 10 Lexes here. <laughs> They're like, I see you everywhere. <laughs> everywhere now. You're at my coffee shop. You're at my fucking, you're at my park. You're at my fucking movie theaters. <laughs> Dude, legit. At the movie theaters we go to, everybody looks like this. <laughs> Dude, it's, it is crazy. I didn't, I didn't realize how much I look like every single person. That's ever existed. Um, yeah. But you got a very face swappable face. It's it's very strange because I mean, not to say <clears throat> that I eight, right? Not to say that I think I have like a super distinct look or anything, but I think that I just I was confused about how many people. You're just like, oh, there's another me. There's another me. There's another me. Yeah. I'm crazy. starting to do I'm starting to do that a lot too. I'm starting to notice a lot of me's, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I joked around. I told you about that story where I was waiting in line at the Metallica concert and I was talking, <laughs> low-key talking shit about the guy in front of me. I'm like, oh shit, this is me. This is that's, me that's from like an alternate universe. Cut-off shirt, cargo shorts, really <clears throat> comfortable dad shoes, like a, a military style haircut. And I'm like, holy shit, this holy guy shit. is me. And I'm just Dude. I notice a, a lot of guys like that. And now that I see guys like that, I think I'm more empathetic towards them because I'm like, this guy's probably actually really smart, but is really underappreciated for it. <laughs> <laughs> you just start making them all you. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, people probably think you're a bro. People, people don't know, dude. I'm yeah, smart. People, dude. people think you're people think you're pretty stupid, but you got the drop on them, dude. dude I'm Kinuff. Um, <laughs> the it was super fucking funny that um, this was years ago, like probably 2017, 18, something like that. Um, I went to see Tommy Buns in uh, uh, in Phoenix at the stand-up left. Mm -hmm. No bullshit. Every single fucking person was me. It was me and like maybe half the me's brought a date. But other than that, just me's. Just solo use. It was me's. They might have come with other me's, but I swear it was like that scene in Ant Man, the the newest one, where yeah. all of the the Kangs are yes. all together, and it was just like, oh shit, this is this is nuts. These like, are all me's. <laughs> like, oh look, a Legion of Skanks shirt. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I was like, oh that I have that shirt. I have that shirt. <laughs> That's the same shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing that same shirt right now. Just a yeah. bunch of just a bunch of U's in the crowd. Also, but I mean like solo U's, like just U's by yourself. Well, I don't know how many U's by my by themselves there were, but basically at every table of two, like every set of two chairs, there was one U. Let's say every 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 four chairs there was yeah. a U. Yeah, and it was a little crazy. That's pretty good. Uh, Including the two me's I brought with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think that means, dude? I think that means you're in the right place. Yeah, I, I think it like, means you're on the right path. You're supposed to be there. <laughs> I was like, I was looking around. I was like, apparently I was supposed to be here. <laughs> like, yeah. I got the memo, I guess. I got the memo. No, but I mean, like your path in life. Like, I was supposed to stop in here. I was, oh, yeah, I was right. meant to see this. It was, this it was, the... it was a canon event, dude. Like, I was meant to see all of these. <laughs> this is my cornerstone, and 
his my cornerstone and his my cornerstone. It's like this is all of our cornerstone. This is all of my cornerstones. <laughs> it was it was pretty fucking funny though. Uh, I was listening to uh, a podcast. I, I don't remember which podcast it was. If if it was Two Bears or Burtcast or just uh, one that Bert was on. Um, actually, I think it might have been ah fuck. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Bert was talking. Bert, Bert Kreischer is describing. Yeah, so naturally you turn, tune out. Well, I, I, I only saw the clip. If I'm being honest, I was scrolling and I oh, heard okay. the clip. Um, and he's just like, he's just like, oh, I forgot exactly. The guy sets him up kind of. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, it seems like you take a, you know, you take these shirtless pictures with dudes who look just like you. And he's like, I can describe every single one of my fans that's ever existed. And I was just like, uh-oh. And he's like, he's got a haircut generally, a little shorter on the sides, a little longer on the top, beard, overweight, surprisingly attractive girlfriend or wife. And I was just like, fuck you, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how dare you, dude? That's hilarious. <laughs> It is like that is that's like the the cutout of a, a man right now. You know? Yeah. I, I'm saying you're the cutout of the American man right now. Generally, like just a big guy, you know, you got the kind of stylish haircut, growing a beard, because you gotta be a man, tattoos just randomly placed throughout the body, and then a hot girlfriend, and you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's it's it's gonna be five more years until like I give up completely on my body, and I'm just gonna be like, let me just gain a little weight. I, uh, I'll probably be able to say more things if I'm one fat. of us. One of us. One of us. You know, and then I'm gonna be right right in that same boat. Yeah, dude. Amen. Right in that same boat. Everybody gets their unique unique day in the sun. You know. Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? I was beautiful in high school. Yeah. You were, dude. You were a hot man in high school. Hot man. Oh my god, you were a fucking stunner. It's funny because sometimes my wife is like, uh, like when I mention like, I'm like, oh yeah, like because I, I do this. I assume everybody does, but every once in a while, I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for it. I'm just gonna get like super jacked. I'm just gonna get hot. And and then my wife's like, I mean, I guess go for it if you want to. And then I'm like, nah, I can't. I can't be trusted with it. If I was hot, dude, do you know how much of a problem that would be in everyone's it, life? Why would it be a problem? If I was hot? Yeah. Did me, dude? I would be such a problem. Everywhere. Why? why? I would have my shirt off constantly. <laughs> I would just be that guy. I would, I would constantly come up with a reason. I would be telling people how hot I was. I already do about former me. That's how bad it was. That's Le Lex. Lex. That's exactly what I do now. That's exactly what I do that's now. That's my point, dude. I Any reason to have my shirt it. off? Like, oh, it's eighty-five degrees outside. Oh, it's too hot for the shirt. I gotta oh, get. I don't think I. I don't think sleeves are necessary here, dude. I'm. I'm always. I'm always like a sleeveless shirt on when I'm at home in the house. I, I'm wearing this shirt because I'm gonna go out after the podcast, but. It's either shirt off or I go outside in the morning. I have no shirt in the morning, you know, taking my walks. There's any reason to have my shirt off. And one, 
the the 30 year old mindset that I have now is different from the 23 year old mindset that I had. I was doing it to show off. Now, because I'm older, and honestly, because of all the fucking mushrooms I've done, I'm way more self-conscious or like just conscious of how I present myself to people, um, uh, what I say to them, notwithstanding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why people don't like me. Well, maybe you should stop yelling at them when you're on stage. Um, I was like, have you ever considered that you're occasionally super rude at times that don't call for it? No, I haven't. And I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> but, oh, sorry. But now I'm not trying to do it for ego and to like be look at me. Now it's like, like why why should I care? You know, I because I still I still have that that mindset of like the fat twelve year old. I was like kind of a chubby twelve year old, and I didn't want to take my shirt off and everything and all that kind of stuff. And now I still have that mindset, but it's like I've I've put that mindset in like a twelve the twelve year old me mind. It's like. It doesn't matter. It, it just, you shouldn't care. Just go outside and just be shirtless. Cause I, I'm still imagining myself as that like chubby 12 year old. I'm like, no one gives a fuck anyway. You know, like maybe, maybe they'll tell stories about you later, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to be there for those stories, you know? No. And that's, I think that's the, the biggest thing for me. Um, and granted, I have done a horrible job. If this is really a concern of mine, I hate the idea that anyone is, could possibly think of me ever. It bugs the fuck out of me. That I they don't just have that ability? Yeah, no. I'm like, no, no. I control what you think about me. I don't. I don't at all. And people have thoughts about me all the time. Maybe. Yeah, here's the thing. They probably don't. <laughs> That's the thing. Is I know they don't. But, but your I ego is like, they do. I still convince myself that they're like, that they're sitting there and they're like, that guy's a piece of shit. They don't give a shit about me. Like, mm -mm. couldn't care. And I still, I see their faces and I'm like, they hate you. And I'm like, why would they hate me? And yeah. then I have to ask myself these questions all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I have to go out in public and give them reasons to hate me. So I can satisfy the, the idea that people hate me. So yeah, yeah. It is a very, yeah, the, the brain is... So complicated because remember the conversation uh, where you and you and Clint made fun of me where I had like I'm stuck on like this second tier of of thinking like there's three yes. tiers and I'm stuck on the second tier. I I resent that whole conversation <laughs> <laughs> because y'all maybe look like a fucking retard. <laughs> hey, no, okay. To be honest, I don't know if I remember it super well, but essentially, what about it made you feel bad? The fact that the person who does actually think like that was projecting that onto me. <laughs> I resent that so fucking hard. And that I think I'd let it get to me. That's what I hate about it is that I let it get to me. I let my friend make me feel like I was stupid. Not you so much. I know that you're along for the ride. You're just like, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm gagging. Bang. I'm goofing. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. But... Um, I don't know what I, what I was trying to get with, but like trying to figure out, um, like if you could go through your whole day and like all of your thoughts as they were happening, just categorize them as like the id, the ego, super ego, and those right. kinds of things, life would be so much easier because then you could just 
you could just brush away thoughts that you know shouldn't have bearing on your decisions and the way that you act. You could be like, oh yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to pay attention to that because that's all fucking right. ego. You know, I don't need to pay attention to that because that's this. I do need to pay attention to that because it's this. You yeah, know? like, yeah, you don't have to like that person doesn't isn't staring at you. Yeah, but you do have to pee. It's like the, like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the like I need to take care of my basic. No, that's real. That's real. You gotta piss. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta go piss. Um, no, don't do it right here. That's this part. That's that this part. We'll stare at you if you pee. <laughs> Dude, and then you're confirming your worst fears. It is, it, it, it oh, yeah, it, it is so funny because I simultaneously like, or rather, let's put that on the back burner. I, I totally see your point where somebody says something and you're like, it's almost self fulfilling because they're they're deciding not to listen to what you're saying, mm -hmm. and you're like, no, like. I I know I get what you're saying. You're not like that's not true about this situation. And they're like, yes, it is. And you're like, no. And they're like, well, you haven't disproven it. And you're like, you haven't proven it either. Like yeah. there's no <laughs> there's no way that Clint could prove that you only think with id, but yeah. he'll keep <laughs> saying it over and over again over you. And then yeah. you're like, oh well, fucking now it seems that way because yeah. yeah. Well, because Clint's a gaslighter, and he's a pro at it because he was raised by a pro. <laughs> I've met his mom, and his mom is a fucking professional, dude. Dude, I think that that might be... Uh... She's got reptile eyes, dude. She's all in. All in. Just <laughs> reptile eyes. <laughs> I was like, I think that might be Clint's superpower, is that he truly, like, he can get to the root of of what it is that you're that you dislike or that you're insecure yeah, that about you're self-conscious about insecure and about. he can get he can see it in you yeah and you know why because his mom can't because <laughs> <laughs> his mom will find it dude his mom will find it but why is it that i guess i get it that it's probably because of the friend dynamic that we have with him why is it that when i hear those things from his mom i don't take offense to him i'd laugh when i hear them from his mom even if it's about me you know, or if it's about like another person, because I've hung out with her a ton at like tailgates and stuff, and she's out of her mind. She's out of her <laughs> mind, dude. <laughs> but she's so she's so fun to hang around because you know she will say anything that just pops into her head. She will say it. That that is a lot of fun. And but I, I think that it's it's a lot of fun because you can almost absolve yourself of having to feel any sort of way about it. Cause you're like, yeah. I'm just kind of watching. It would be like if somebody um just grabbed a chicken, like shook it a bunch so that it was super, you know, Aggravating. disoriented. Yeah, and then yeah. tossed it into a ring, and then it's like running around or whatever. And you could be like, I know that chicken's gonna do random shit. Yeah. But I think that that and you're you're like, okay, so the chicken that's why, in my face. That's why I look at Clint's mom. I'm like, oh, Clint's like this because she fucking shook him as shook a bunch. And then <laughs> and he's just like, the get out there. <laughs> No, but I see. I, I have a weird, or not a weird, uh, a completely different skew to it, because I will let Clinton say the most vicious things to my face, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "That's great." <laughs> One time, 
Justin did, and I was like, I'm gonna kill everybody at the screening room. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sees all of us being friends, and he's like, This is normal, right? And I was like, Dude? Yeah, he's like, What a fat ass! I was like, what? What? <laughs> Not you. Not you. Not you. Yeah. Which is weird because I like Justin too. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Justin. Justin's awesome, dude. <clears throat> I I think I don't know because Clint he uh, even though he's younger he like reminds me of like an older brother you know he's got he's got older brother energy which he's is weird I never had yeah he reminds me of an older brother and I think um, maybe why I get so frustrated is because like I, my older brother never really acted much like an older brother he did when we were younger. But he grew like really cold as we got old and just kind of distant and weird and liberal and, <laughs> and <laughs> the and worst thing. The worst thing. And then Clint is like the polar opposite of that. He's fucking. He's loud. He's obnoxious. He's Republican. You know? <laughs> and you fired up, dude. You're just like, I don't know because okay. <laughs> I respect Clint a lot. He's really funny, and I look up to him a lot. And I think. Like when he says that shit to like get my goat, it's almost like, God damn it, my older brother doesn't like me. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like this this slight bit of sadness. And I know in myself, at least um, you know, within like the next within the last like three years or so, I've gotten to know myself. I know that I respond like really defensively when I start to feel negative emotions, you know, and that's why. Like I lash out at people on stage. That's why I lash out at Clint on the podcast because I'm feeling negative emotions. Right. And it is it is because like I'm sensitive. It is because I'm like I'm hurt at things, you know. And then I'm like, well, now I gotta hurt you, <laughs> and that's what I do. And that's probably I don't know. Would you say that's id ego or super ego? That's it. That's it. Yeah. That that is that is primary like primal. They attacked me. I attack. That's yeah. <laughs> like I. Yeah. You know what is it? Uh, what's the eye for an eye? Like immediate vengeance. I need it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I do a similar thing, except I distance. Oh, you 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 shun yourself. I, You're like I am like if something if I have a negative interaction with someone, I'm like oh I'll just never see you again. <laughs> I won't go to shit. I won't. If you want me to be there, I won't be. If you don't want me to be there, <laughs> I won't be. I you'll never see me. Like I don't know what it is, but I'm like, okay, so this is all over, I guess. Right. So basically, That's a weird you're, thing. you're saying I'm I'm a direct descendant of like a wolf or some shit, and you're a direct descendant of like a barnacle. Just <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, I, I trace my lineage to the mighty ghost. The mighty ghost? Where Wait, what? People, where people are like, oh, where did he just... <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Gone in the wind. Yeah, that's why I love the Irish goodbye so much. Where I'm just like, yeah. oh, something made me mad. I'm just going to... I'll never be here again. Of course, I'm there like the next day. The next day. And <laughs> then I'll, people are like, no, that's just what he does. He'll be back. Truly, it's happened so many times that I've, I will never come back here. Yeah, of course. No, I've I've personally tried the Irish goodbye a few times. It feels good. Oh, I love it. 
it feels best. so good, especially as like a, a person where I'm I'm constantly like, nah, I, I should say goodbye to this person. And then I go, I do this game where I'm like, well, I didn't acknowledge this person on the way in. I don't have to acknowledge them on the way out. And so <laughs> that's a nuts game. I love that. And I literally, <laughs> I do that math every time like I walk into laughs. I'm like, it's almost like tit for tat, like exactly how much I greeted them with is how much I have to give salutations to them. You know, it's like, yo, what's up? I love and like, I know it seems exhausting. That is exhausting. It's exhausting. But like I do that kind of math where I'm like, I gave them a fist bump on the way in. I'll give them a fist bump on the way out. I dapped them up on the way in. I got to dap them up on the way out. I sucked their dick on the way in. <laughs> got to suck their dick on the way out. Dude, uh, the only yeah. person I make sure that I say goodbye to at laughs is Dingo because yeah. I have to give him money. <laughs> and that's it. That's true. Yeah. You got to pay the tax, man. Yeah. I'm like, okay, thank you for the time that I had yeah. here. Here's some money. I got to go. <laughs> but like being that person and then like assessing the room real quick, I'm like, I'm just going to leave. And then I leave and I get in my car. And literally, it literally feels like I, like I stole something from Target. I'm like, Ooh, I fucking got a way to get out of here. Dude. What an interesting thing. Cause that's, yeah, that's exactly the opposite. Cause I, I have that feeling where, or no, 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 not that feeling, but I have the feeling of stealing like a negative feeling of oh, negative feeling of like, like I I'm taking something from you when I take your time to say goodbye to you. Oh, that's interesting. When I walk up and insert myself so that so that I demand your time to say uh -huh. goodbye, it's super uncomfortable. So I'll just never do it. Rip. I'll just leave. Wonder where that's from. <laughs> you gotta gotta unpack that. Oh, what are you thinking? It's deep seated issues. <laughs> Drinks his fourth beer. <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying? I haven't quite worked through it yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I, I don't know, man. I'm saying maybe, maybe uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, where did that even come from? I don't know. I don't know. I, I. That's why it takes years to become friends with people. Yeah, because I need to see you so many times to get comfortable with the idea that I'm not stealing your time. Right. I see. I see. So this is definitely a mom and dad thing. For sure. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's definitely a mom and dad thing. Like, can you think of like if your mom or dad was like that? Like, they they um, if I'm correct with how like the psychology of it works, like, did they make you feel like you were taking people's time, or like make you feel bad for taking their time in a way, and? Like now you just associate goodbyes with taking people's time. So you just don't do them. I don't know. I've never thought about it, to be honest, um, all too much. I mean, we are, uh, what is it? We are second sons. So I would imagine that there's always a sense of, uh, always a sense of not being like somehow comparing uh, like not included. Yeah. 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 Like not, like not the first one, not the good one. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe See, that's, that's weird. Point. I never, I never felt that with my older brother. Cause my older brother, um, I never got the impression that he was like the wanted one, you know, 
Because oh, interesting. Okay. By by all accounts, I mean, because my life was normal for, I mean, relatively normal for the first 13 and a half years of my life, you know, where um, I knew that not every family dynamic was like ours. I knew that like, okay, not every, um, not every family has like a brother that also has uh, another mom, you know, I knew that that wasn't normal. And my brother lived with us, you know, for like 13 until he was like 13, 14. And then he started like visiting back and forth with his mom, you know, and then that's where it like kind of changed a little bit. I think like the more he was around his mom, um, the dynamic was like changing a little bit. And then I felt like an only child. And then I felt like kind of like almost forgotten in a weird way. But like when it was together, it was like my brother and I, you know, that's Mm -hmm. my brother. We're hanging out. We're going to the fucking movies today. Oh, dad's taking us out for 39 cent cheeseburgers at Burger King. You know, that was a thing we always did. Like, you know, I want to, I want to like make this huge deal about, you know, I had a shitty childhood, my parents divorced and stuff, but there's so many good things that did happen and, and fond things that I remember. And I can't say that it was all bad, but like, you know, my, my brother, he was never like the more loved son. I think um, they did pretty good at like making us, my dad did really good at making us both feel loved. My mom fucking hated Landon. My mom, <laughs> my mom hated my older brother. Wait, so so it, let me just, I, I think you've told me this before and I, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm getting foggy on the details right now. Your Your older brother is your brother on your dad's side and mm-hmm. your younger brother is your brother on your mom's side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your older brother and younger brother never like lived in the same house. At no, the same they, time. in fact, they never even met each other. Oh, really? Like no. just not even in passing circumstances. No. Um, maybe when he was like a baby, you know, because my, uh, my stepmom and my dad, they started a daycare uh, years ago. They started a daycare when I was in high school. Um, because my stepmom really wanted to run a daycare and she did successfully for like two or three years. And then they just kind of stopped, you know, it was like too much work and too much like tax shit, business shit. And they didn't want to do it. And my mom was like in between, um, like daycares and stuff. And, and she eventually just like started taking my little brother to Marcella. My Marcella is a really great mom. She's really good with children, you know? And so he was coming there. So maybe in passing, my older brother saw my little brother. But it, it is very weird that they never met because, I, I, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> but the thing with my family is so before I was born, um, my dad was married to my older brother's mom. This was in uh, like 1990, 1991. That was his first marriage. She went a little bit loony, went a little bit loony, had some mental health issues, and my dad got full custody of my brother. My brother um, was like physically and mentally abused when he was a baby. And I didn't know this until I was like 24, 25 years old. I never known any of this. And my brother like, he um, he had all sorts of like behavioral issues and stuff because of it. 
And uh, I thought that he was just like a really rowdy kid, you know, and I was really rowdy too because of it. And my brother would make like terrible decisions. And like at like seven years old, I'd be like four and a half. He's like, let's ride our bikes all the way down to the wash. And then we'd just be missing for like four hours. You know, right. <laughs> we'd, we'd just be out like riding bikes bullshit. in the desert. We'd just be doing like bullshit out in the desert. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he would make choices like that, which you know, he got in trouble for. Um, and so 1993, I'm born. By this time, my dad was dating my mom since like the beginning of 1992, maybe late 1991. Um, and then dating dating get married in vegas they have me august of 1993 elvis wedding i don't know if it was an elvis wedding God. but i did find out that they got married in vegas from ancestry.com which was pretty <laughs> awesome <laughs> I got Dude, a, that's awesome i got a free one month trial and i was like let's do some digging on the let's family. do some digging let's do some digging and um so 1993 all the way until probably um until 2001 because 2001 is when my parents divorced um my brother and i same house you know and there would be visits every once in a while with his mom his mom was getting better and stuff and and doing more with the courts to to start like slowly building custody rights you know and i i didn't know any of this at the time i'm just a kid right and so more and more he'd be like spending a weekend oh at his mom's and then my mom would have to explain to me like oh landon has a different mom than me i'm not landon's actual mom but i still love him like he's my son and like i'm his mom which is a fucking lie my mom hated <laughs> my mom hated landon <laughs> um, sorry it's just such a funny way to phrase it and, yeah and so I eventually met uh, Landon's mom, like probably 98, 99 or whatever. Okay. And I would go over to his mom's house, you know, for like a day or something. And, and then he'd come back like two days later. And so that started getting introduced to us. And while all this is going on, you know, my parents, they're fighting nonstop in the house all the fucking time. And it's constantly about like, uh, my mom, uh, wanting to go back to school, but my dad's like, no, you got to fucking work. We got to make money to support this. And of course my dad's saying all of this to my mom, you know, while, um, while he knows that circuit city is going under, <laughs> you know, uh, cause he was the manager, uh, the general manager of both the circuit cities that were in Tucson, uh, before they oh. closed down. Gang, gang, general dog. manager at a circuit city. This is good GM money. dog. He's got a fucking. Yeah. He's got a fucking masters in business, dog. Um, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no circuit city under your belt, dog. <laughs> no. And um, yeah. So uh, and I don't know. I remember. I remember. I'm just treating you as like you're my fucking therapist right now, dude. I'm just talking about shit. Let's talk about shit. I Who's noticed, mics, dude. I noticed um, as I was getting older, there you know there you got like pictures all over the house. You get like a random hair up your ass one day, and you're like, "Let's look through all the photo albums again." And you just look through the photo albums. I noticed that as my brother got older, he started smiling less. Mm. You know, 
and I was like, it's really weird. Like he would go from like, eh, like as a kid, and then just right. like the, uh, you know, just like the weird like autistic fucking smile. And, uh, um, and I I don't know, you know, you just I forget why we started talking about this. But that's that's what oh, the yeah. dynamic in my family was was kind of like. It was all of that, and then um, 2001 comes around. September 2001, you know what happens? Parents get divorced. Um, <laughs> only I, thing that happened then. It's lit. Only thing. Nothing else of note. Nothing noteworthy. There's nothing to fly a plane at. Month, to be nothing to fly a plane at. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not to hijack about. I mean, nothing to hijack. <laughs> nothing to Taliban home about. Um, <laughs> or sorry, telephone. What did I mean? What did I say? Um, what did you hear? Um, all that's going on in September of two thousand and one. Fucking, you know, all that shit. Parents are getting divorced. Um, all of a sudden, I'm going back and forth between my mom's and my dad's. One week, my dad's. One week, my mom's. They got equal custody. And oh, like week on week off, did you go to the same school? I went to the same school, and they uh, they both lived within the same school district, you know. And they would just take me to the take me to school. And uh, sometimes my dad would have to like take me to my mom's early in the morning. Then my mom would take me to school, and it just confusing. What was your little brother uh, born yet, or like while that was happening? My or brother was you... born in 2007. My little brother. Okay. So by the time that he's born, I'm um, I am in eighth grade. It was in the end of eighth grade. So you've already been doing the back and forth for a little. I've been bit. yeah, I've been doing it for like five and a half, six years. That's got to be a little odd, <clears throat> going from your dad's house where you're one kid rotating in and out. Mm -hmm. Or one of two kids ro rotating in and out. Yeah. To your mom's house where you're the only kid rotating in and out for a while until. Mm -hmm. Yeah, until. And then my older brother, whenever I'm at my dad's, he, my older brother is like at my mom's. Or sorry, my older brother is at my dad's for like half of the week. You know? Okay. So he's like cycling in and out of his mom and dad's also. So I'm seeing yeah. my brother literally like three days out of um, out of every other week, yeah. So you know, three so out we, of every fourteen. Yeah. So maybe like a week out of every month, I see my older brother, and we just kind of grow further and further apart, right? You know, and we never really made any sort of effort being teenagers to like hang out. And so whenever yeah, I did see him, on. whenever I did see him, I really wanted to hang out with him. I really wanted to like like he would he would play halo anything that he would play i was immediately a fan of because i loved my brother i was like let me right. play let me play and if he if he didn't want to play with me that's where like i i started like taking out the bad feelings you know that's where i started like lashing out and like pushing down the bad feelings and then getting defensive and then like yelling at him you know and like like i would beat up my older brother <laughs> I would just I would walk in his room and be like get out of your get out of my room with your shoes on and then I'd like dance in his room with my shoes on like yeah. <laughs> do a quick little jig and just like <laughs> I just wipe my feet in his room like what you don't like this bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, 
so yeah, it was craziness. And I remember when <laughs> my bro my mom told me that she was pregnant with my little brother in a Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> dude, a Chili's might as well be family court. That's great. Oh my god, dude. I just remembered that. We were in a fucking Chili's. Uh, Darren, my future stepdad, was sitting right next to her. And I loved, I loved Darren at this point. Oh, yeah. Darren is my stepdad. I love Darren. He was a really cool guy. Nothing like my dad. You know, just a really cool, calm, and collected guy. A uh, little southern boy from Kansas, you know. Nice. And I remember my mom in this prestigious Chili's. She was like, hey, um, uh, fuck, what did she say? She was like, um, have you, uh, you really like Landon, right? You like that he's uh, your older brother? And I was like, yeah, I guess. It was like, you you like your older brother a lot. You like that he's a big brother. He was like, you ever thought about what would what you would do if you were a big brother? And I was like, no. And she's like, well, you're going to be. And I was like, what? <laughs> I remember when she told me, I was not stoked about it. <laughs> I was not stoked whatsoever. I was like, uh, I was like, what? you and I, I think the first words out of my mouth were, but you're so old. That's <laughs> My mom. <laughs> Dude, I had a fucking, I had a mouth on me when I was a kid. I just like, I said, there was just so much shit going on. And with the way my dad was, my dad was, is a no bullshit guy. Right. No bullshit. Just says it cuts right through the shit. And he's honest about things. And that's why I really appreciate him. And I just like let it slip out. I'm like, but you're like 35, mom. <laughs> and she had my my little brother when she was 36 years old. Yeah. I mean, he's 16 and he can't really spell for shit. So I think that's probably. <laughs> you think that's why? I think uh, maybe. I mean, I mean, 35, like, I don't know why that's become such a, like, a line of demarcation in culture because i'm like plenty of people have kids at yeah. that age or older yeah christina p she was like 41 yeah i mean those yeah. kids are probably okay <laughs> maybe i don't know We've no, never but that, seen that's them. my point is that plenty of people have kids after that no or yeah at or after you know i don't think that's necessarily that odd yeah and you know she i mean my mom was just a fucking uh like I, I finally got into the idea of like being an older brother. And I was like, this is actually pretty tight. This is pretty cool. I don't be an older brother. And then after that, during the whole pregnancy, my mom was a nightmare. She was just like, oh, I can't go out. And she was like constantly like just taking shit out on me and Darren and just yelling at us all the time. And, you know, the hormones were raging, you know? And after that, it's almost like something in her brain solidified. And remember I told you like last episode episode ago that she's like really crazy for a while. It was mm -hmm. right after she had my um, my little brother. Like she was just just so mean all the time and just like just snapping and yelling at us all the time. And before um, before my mom and dad divorced, she was never like that. You know, she was never like that, like up until the second kid basically like most of the time the yelling was from my dad and of course sometimes from my mom but i never remembered her as being the this big scary giant when i was a kid 
it was always my dad, you know? And then after that, like she started being mean to me and shit. And I'm going through all this, going through puberty. I'm like getting sad and depressed and all the time. And, you know, like there's so much shit going on that like, it felt like nobody was ever had like time for me. So I was just like the, the sullen quiet kid for a while. And yeah, just, it was weird. Connor, I'm going to ask you a question that um, I hope isn't as quite in the feels as it might sound. Okay. Did you also notice that you stopped smiling in pictures? <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's like your older brother. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Damn, are you, you saying that I'm his Colton? <laughs> I'm Landon's Colton? <laughs> no, 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 because you and Landon are much closer in age, right? Yeah, he's 32. I'm 30. We were very close. We're yeah, yeah, close. That's, that's different. Yeah. Um, no, he, he didn't know. I think maybe what it was for him was uh, realizing that he, uh, that my mom wasn't his mom, you know, because when he was a baby, he was pretty much like taken from his mom because she was crazy, you know, and then she's oh, getting right. reintroduced into his life. And um, the abuse and stuff on his part happened from a uh, from men that his mom would date, right. you know. And so, custody. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I, I I see what you're saying. Like I I stopped smiling in a lot of pictures too because I thought it was cooler. So I was just like, mm, mean mugging. Yeah, looking like a fucking uh, like an arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> Start wearing trench coats. Yeah, just <laughs> just wearing like fucking Black Sabbath, ACDC, ah, something that listening to shit that made me feel alive. Ah, listen yeah. to Blue Oyster Cult. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you, Connor. Do seasons fear the Reaper? No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Seasons don't fear the Reaper. I don't think the rain or the sun or the wind do either. I'm just saying. No, I don't know. It's hearsay at this point, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Have you ever thought, um, I'll tell you what, though, being yeah. uh, a kid of divorce, you really figure out like a good uh, like jerk off routine. You know? Oh, is that right? Oh, yes, dude. Because, you know, like. We have to deal with with parents sometimes like you got different work schedules. One's always home, you know, and so they always know what's up with jerking off. I didn't discover jerking off until my parents were divorced. So and I was a latchkey kid and I would just come home by myself. Right. And I'd like I figured out like a good jerk off routine, like what I could do. But you know how now that you're older, you never get caught jerking off. How would you? Yeah, exactly. You you remember to clean shit up, you know. You remember like to exit out of the page on the computer, you know. Like, yeah, you're not using a desktop in the common space. But that that's what I'm saying is like <laughs> you you don't realize the things that you can get caught for until it happens. Right, right. It's a litany like, of the trial and error of jerking off when you're a kid, dude. Is is insane because you're like. It's almost like they inadvertently or advertently tell you how to not get caught. It's like, look, you like, yeah, I saw, like, I saw the fucking cookies on the computer. Like, I saw you didn't delete the cookies, and then you're like, oh shit, 
Time oh, it's crazy. Cookies. I guess I'll just delete the cookies from now on. <laughs> Dude, I also, I feel like a, like, incognito mode came about just a little bit after. A little too late. We started discovering shit. I mm -hmm. feel like it's really the next generation that started reaping the rewards of incognito mode. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, incognito mode, if I recall correctly, was only a thing that was available on uh, Google Chrome when it came mm -hmm. out. Yep. And Google Chrome was not, as everyone would believe now, a thing that existed forever. Mm -mm. That came very no. late. It was Internet Explorer days. Yes. Or Sometimes Safari you go days. to Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Mozilla look up Ask Jeeves porn. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves, may I have some? <laughs> ask, ask Jeeves, Ask Jeeves porn is terrible. That's homeless people sucking dick. You don't want that. <laughs> oh, you never went to Alta Vista, or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that is, that is crazy. And sorry, it just I, I I put a like a mental. Uh, note thumbtack in the um when you had mentioned that you were going around and you saw that your brother had stopped uh smiling in photographs at a certain age mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't know exactly where you were going with that but uh i will say i do recall oddly starkly um that i was at my grandmother's house um and again Sort of like you, I had finally decided to start looking through the pictures because there are like she had hallways, floor to ceiling pictures. Oh yeah, grandmas love pictures, dude. Grandmas love pictures. They love pictures. They no love bullshit. pictures and not having biscuits in the biscuit tin. Like, yeah, always sewing kits in the biscuit. Always tin. sewing kits. No bullshit. <laughs> I walked around. What? Just the the biscuits. The biscuits, dude. I wanted fucking biscuits. I dude. wanted biscuits. Um, no, I, I walked around my grandmother's house when I was uh, 13, 14 years old. Something like that. Um, looking at all the pictures because I was just curious. And uh, as I noticed, um, this was Christmas. I think I was 13 or 14. Um, walking around my grandmother's house, looking at every single picture on the wall. What I noticed is that there was not a single picture of me. Plenty of pictures of all the rest of my <laughs> siblings, all my cousins. And funnily enough, three pictures of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> not a single picture of me. <laughs> she had three different <laughs> signed pictures of Ronald Reagan on her wall. <laughs> Not one of this guy. None of you. None of me. <laughs> God, she's a staunch Republican, dude. Dude, she had a couple George Bushes too, but uh, nice. Wait, H Dub. H Dub, and then one W. One. So a couple H Dubs and one W, but it, no, but no Lex. No me, dude. It was it was nuts. She had Nolan Ryan. She didn't have. <laughs> You know how I know who Nolan Ryan is? Because I saw his picture instead of mine on my grandmother's wall. Oh, my God, it's, dude. It's so funny. Because I, I, I pointed it out to my parents, like, when we were staying with my grandmother. I was like, who is this guy? It's weird that there's no pictures of me, right? And, and also, by the way, 
my grandmother had a uh, a Ronald Reagan um, like uh, what do you call the 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 dolls that if you like pulled the string on their back they would talk. I don't do you know what that? you call them, but I know what you're talking about. It's like, you know a like, like a Woody. Yeah, yeah. You like pull, and instead of like, I love you, he would say like, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> or he would say, missed me. <laughs> <laughs> missed me. Um, it would just say, trickle down economics. <laughs> the, But she had a doll of Ronald Reagan sitting in front of a couple of pictures of, and no bullshit, my brother, my sister, my cousin, and then a doll of Ronald Reagan. Not a one of me. <laughs> why? Why is that? Did you ever find out why? I I don't I don't know. I guess Did you ever ask? No. So I, I told my parents. I was like, it's weird, right? That there's no pictures of me. Um. And what did they say? And in response, they were like, "That's not true." They just told <laughs> me. They told me I was just wondering. gaslighted you. They were like, "That's not true." Let's go. I'll find one. And then, sure and sure as shit, we went through both hallways. Not no, one. No pictures. Like, but look at look, Ronald Reagan. I was like, Ronald Reagan appears three times. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was just sort of funny. That, like, I pointed it out. And then the next Christmas, of course, like, they must have said something to my grandmother. Oh, dude, there's one fucking, uh, what, what's the word? One, like, petty picture, or what is it? Um, well, not no, petty. It, what's the word? Um, never mind. Token? Yeah, like a token picture of you. No, dude, the next year, it was the complete opposite. It looked like I died. It's just another there was Ronald just, Reagan. There was, like a, there was, like, a shrine to me in one, oh, like, all of the pictures in one section were all me. And then it was a smattering of other people, and still three Ronald Reagans. <laughs> I can't stress enough that like my grandmother loved the rest of my siblings and Reagan. <laughs> oh damn, that is that's crazy. How old were you at this time when you realized that? I was like 13, 14. Really? Did you like did you piss off your grandma one time or something? I don't know. <laughs> really? Dude, I thought it was I thought it was great. I thought our relationship was fantastic. She we went and got donuts when I was younger. We had a whole system. It was fantastic. We liked the same kind of donuts. Huh. And then, sure enough, she was like, don't need that one. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you were the favorite, and maybe you, like, made her feel like the favorite. and Or she made you feel like the favorite, and you made her feel special, so she didn't feel the need to, like, put Yeah, maybe she up. didn't feel the need to. Yeah. She was like, you're the one that hangs out with me all the time. Yeah, I only need to look at the other ones because yeah, because I here. don't remember their faces anymore. <laughs> it, it, but yeah, it was just it was so funny to like. It's also begs the question: Why is she trying to remember Ronald Reagan's face so much? Dude, it's crazy. It, it, it oh, it's so not. funny. And I mean, like, I, I don't want to speak ill of the the past. She's she was a, a great lady and all that. Yeah, uh, like, we made fudge together. All the all the grandmother things. Oh, usually uncles do that. Nah. Nah, we did the thing. We did the thing. <laughs> you did the thing. Um, no, but it was just so funny. Like, like it's funny thinking back now that, like, <laughs> just, there's pictures of my my smiling parents holding my baby sister. And, like, my brother is, like, holding my dad's hand. And they're, they're all, like, 
And <laughs> there were plenty of those pictures. Yeah. And just not one. Like as soon as 1994 happened, they stopped being pictures on the wall. <laughs> So what what's the family dynamic like? Is it two sisters? Your there's two sisters, two brothers. No, no, no. I just, I, I've got two siblings, one of each. Oh, okay. I see. One brother, one sister. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. What's it like having a sister? Did you beat the shit out of her when you were a kid? A little bit. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I feel like um, like yeah, you, you kind of you always you don't know when you're like young, young that, um, that there's a difference and mm -hmm. she's bigger than you. And yeah. so you're like, like, what am I doing? And then eventually you start to, to realize, uh, that you're like, Oh, okay. I can't, you know, if she steals something and like pushes me, I can't just go push her and take it back. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, dude, when I was six, I could, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how much older is she than you? Uh, we're all 18 months apart. Oh, so interesting. Okay. Like 18 months exactly? Uh, muscle manos. Like, um, like I think it's 16 for my older siblings and 19 for... Oh, no, no. It's exactly 18 for me and my sister. I think. Okay. All right. So what? You're 27. 28. Yeah, 28. So my sister's... When when I turn twenty nine, my sister will have six months before she turns thirty. No, okay. Before she, yeah. So she's twenty nine and a half right now. I don't know, dude. Jesus Christ! Just say the ages that they actually are. Oh yeah, no, no, she's thirty now. Okay, and then other brother is thirty two, ish. Ah, uh, probably. <laughs> Maybe we don't uh, talk to him anymore. So, uh, oh <laughs> shit! You thought you'd be that one? <laughs> like, damn it! He Dude, if, if, if I were a betting man at thirteen, I never would have said that I was the one, or that anybody else was the one that no one talked to. I Dude, it would definitely be me. Honestly, same. I remember there was this one girl in my class who we were. Uh, I was a sophomore, and she just came to class with like a what looked like a black eye one day you know just like a like a big old like yellowish and just you know and everyone was like what what happened and i think actually what happened is like no one was saying anything about it like no one was asking her about it but then she started like saying things like oh my eye yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. trying to get attention about it and then like, later oh, it on just, it hurts. in the class a girl like touched her face and wiped it and it was makeup. And they're just like, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? It's just uh, like tons of girls and, and guys too, just trying to get attention for shit. It is weird. The, the number of, hi Catherine. <laughs> it is weird. The number of people that like at that age felt like they made up maladies that you're yeah. like is it like, like but like such extreme things like everyone needed crutches for something yeah. and you're like <laughs> everyone just had crutches and you're like you know what happened and they're like yeah. it hurts and you're like no no so that's that's not a real thing you just wanted a visible thing like like what is it real things don't always require 
visible signs yeah. of distress. <laughs> yeah. Know, like I remember, dude, in talking, uh, I'm getting such hard douche chills for this. So <laughs> I remember I was in middle school and all of that stuff was like going on in my life. And this was before my little brother, um, before I knew I was going to have a little brother. This was like seventh grade. And I remember one day I just told myself and started telling everybody like, I'm going to break my arm today because I noticed how much attention people were getting for their broken arms. Was right. like, Everybody's want, signing people, casts and shit. I want people to sign my cast and shit, dude. I can't believe I did this. It was like all day long. I was doing stupid shit, like jumping over trash cans and falling on purpose. I like, you know how like there's the stairs and then the railing goes down the stairs, but it's like two right next to each other. Yeah. You know, I remember I was like putting my arm in this and I was like pulling on it as hard as I could. I'm going to break it. I want to break it. I was doing crazy shit. And I, was, I know I was so fucking stupid. And then uh, the year after that, I finally got my wish. I, uh, I was skating and I uh, fell off. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. This was same year. It was in baseball. And I got, I don't even know how it happened, but I got hit in the thumb with the baseball while I was batting. Okay. And I, and like just smashed my fucking thumb. And uh, I remember the doctor, he said, well, it's not broken, but you chipped a growth plate. And I was like, that's something. That's something. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. And he put like the fiberglass mold around the thumb and mm. had like a, a piece that just went over this part right here. And then he wrapped it up, right. you know, but he didn't do a traditional cast, you know, just wrapped it up yeah. and left it like that for a week and then went back. And then all of a sudden I just didn't have a cast. And then people did that thing to me where they were like, you're faking it. You were faking it. You were, and it felt Dude. so terrible. This was yeah. after that I was trying to break my arm. I felt so terrible after that. I'm like, I'm, ne I'm never doing shit like that ever again. It's so stupid trying to get attention like that. Dude, I, I remember it's it's so fucking funny that you that you mentioned that sort of thing. I um, I had a like, what is it? Somehow during some soccer thing, I had like a hairline fracture Ooh. in one of my uh, one of my like you know the tiny ankle bones. Yeah. Um, one of those like little shits. Yeah, like tiny bones that whatever like and all the like they didn't give me like a boot for it or anything they just they wrapped it up and then they were like try not to walk on it and you can't play for two weeks and i was like okay so do i get crutches or well, so that's the thing, <laughs> is that no um and so i'm just like limping for two weeks with this thing on my foot, right? Trying not to put a ton of weight on it. And then of course the doctor comes back and they're like, Oh, it actually looks like it's fine. You're good to go. And of course, immediately when I go back to school without the, the like wrap on, they're like, you were faking this whole time. I was like, dude, I don't I wasn't. Ah. <laughs> oh man. I should have yeah. just treated them like I treated that guy at the bar. Like maybe if I don't say anything, maybe if I just away. don't, <laughs> they'll just go away. They'll just turn around, dude. 
it's sort of funny. Um, Maybe you'll see that dead triceratops right there and go for it. Just eat that <laughs> instead. <laughs> sort of funny in, in exactly the opposite, like gaining notoriety, I suppose, for the exact wrong reason. Uh, I had to miss a soccer game because I uh, like I was going somewhere with my family or something like we were on vacation that weekend or something. Yeah. And I told one of the kids on the team that I had broken my hand because I got in a fight with someone. Of course, this didn't this never happen. Um, I had gotten into a fight with someone and I had hit a kid and his head hit the wall. And because his head hit the wall, my wrist broke. Hmm. Didn't happen. Never, ne happened. never, never could have possibly happened. Not a, not a thing ever could that have ever been a thing. This kid tells my soccer coach. <laughs> the first person he tells? <laughs> I don't know. But he tells my soccer He was so emphatic because I am, to this day, a wonderful liar. And he, he told my soccer coach the vivid story that I told him about this fight. Yeah. And I thought it was funny because I told everyone else that I was on vacation with my family. A, a different, different story, but this one kid. I told, told exactly <laughs> one kid this very particular lie. <laughs> like, and it was so funny to me because I had I had all the rest of my friends in on it. They would I was like, here's the thing, you gotta back me up. I am going on vacation. I, I promise you can see I'm fine. But this kid thinks that this happened. You have to support me when you when he asked you. They all did, <laughs> like without fail. It was kind of impressive. But he tells my my soccer coach, and my soccer coach calls my parents to be like, "Hey, like we can't have, you know, like I've noticed that he's been kind of violent in practice. He's got a problem." <laughs> and my parents are like, "We're in San Diego. What are you talking about?" <laughs> and like my soccer coach gets. Furious <laughs> thinks that this kid made it all up, and I have to go to practice then and be like, "No, no, I, I thought it was funny." <laughs> and all the rest of the kids on the team are like, "No, no, he told us that this didn't happen." But I was just so emphatic about telling this exact one kid this super false story. Was he just the kid that was like really gullible with everything? I, or I don't, I do not know why why I picked him. To this day, I couldn't tell you. He just sucked. I think that he just believed me when I made up a story because I, I will do that from time to time. Sort of um, to your point about like uh, me not sharing things about my life. Mm -hmm. I will tell people elaborate false stories because I think it's funny because I don't want you knowing what I what's real about me. What about so this story? You, Did you lie about telling a fake story? What are you talking about? <laughs> just okay. now? No. Uh, you, you can call... My childhood friend Alec, and ask him if that really no, happened. Fuck, would I ever call Alec? I don't know. He's a. I don't know. Put an ass. I think after he lives that. in Denver. Put an ass after that. <laughs> Put Alex, ass. come on. I uh, no, but the, it, the funniest thing to me is I just remember telling such a particular lie. Yeah. Um. And then, not being known as someone who lied about an injury. 
but being known as someone who convinced someone that I like so particularly that I was injured. Yeah, that's that's a different that's a different kind of notoriety. That's a be that's better than being known as a liar. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Well, so what's weird is that it's still being known as a liar, but so convincing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, that reminded me of uh, oh my god, we're just getting deep on this pod, bro. This is a yeah, deep. Dude. This is a deep long boy. Waiting goes boy. deep, dude. Um, waiting does go deep. Um, and I think this was my junior year of high school. I was at this point. I was like smoking all the time, sneaking out and drinking, and just just doing stupid shit. And I was hanging out with this uh, friend that I had named Bobby. And um, I used to hang out with uh, his sister at his house. And his sister was like, you know, 23 at the time. And he Wait, how was, old were you? I was like 16, I think. Okay. And he was always the oldest. I was always the youngest kid in class. He was always the oldest. Like, uh, I think the last two weeks of high school, he had turned 19, you know? So he was, he was always like the oldest one right, in the class. Right, right. And like when we started... When I started high school, I was 13, you know, and then I turned 14, like a couple weeks into high school. So anyway, oh, 16. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We, we're yeah. Same, same, on that. same thing. And so I would hang out at his house all the time because that was the only place I could hang where we could like smoke cigarettes and shit. I remember one night um, <clears throat> we were all drunk at his house. Oh, no, this was my senior year. I'm sorry. I was 17. Uh, we were all drunk at his house. And including uh, his sister, and she was drunk, and I was trying to be like all tough and everything. And she, I said, like, put a cigarette on out of my arm. I won't even fucking feel it. Yeah. And so I let her put a cigarette out on my arm. Right. I mean, and I guess you felt it. I, I did feel it. I did not <laughs> make a face because right. then I'd be a pussy if I made a face. You can. Um, and I didn't feel it. Or I, I felt it. Didn't make you a face. <laughs> I felt it. I, I regret it to this day. It was stupid. Um, big old burn mark on my arm, right? And I'm still in um, football weight training at this point. Okay. And so I go to after school football practice, and then all the football coaches are there. And our uh, health teacher was the de defensive um, defensive ends coach. And he was my coach. He sees that on my arm. He says, uh, Hannah, what's that? He was like this old black guy. He's like, Hannah, what's that? And I was like, Oh, I, um, I was uh, boiling some water and I spilled <laughs> some on myself. Clearly not realizing now, clearly not the pattern of water spilling on an arm where it splashes right. everywhere. It's one singular fucking dot. Somebody threw a hot, dot of water at you yeah he's definitely like mm, this motherfucker lion <laughs> and, uh he sees that and um and i was like oh it's 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 nothing it's just uh you know it's i spilled some hot water on myself oopsie, oopsie. and oopsie oopsie poopsie um <laughs> the the next day um a i get a call to the office i get called down to the office and I go to the assistant principal's office and standing there, I remember I was fucked up, fucked up okay. on pills. Um, Interesting. I was fucked up on pills and a police officer 
was sitting in the office and I was mortified. Even through the pills, I could feel it. I was like, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> and I was in the office and he was talking to me about this. And he's like, hey, so um, I'm, I'm here to talk to you about um, that, that burn mark that you have on your arm. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. And he was like, I need you to tell me uh, like whatever it is. Like, I, I don't, he's like, he was a really cool cop. He's like, I don't give a shit if you're like, you know, out partying or whatever, smoking with your friends or whatever. Just tell me the truth. And I was like, all right, I was at my friend's house and we were all drinking and everything. And I was trying to be cool. And I told his sister to put a cigarette out on my arm, you know, and he was like, okay, that's what I need to hear. And then he talked to me and he was like, you need to stop hanging out with like these kinds of people, quit smoking cigarettes, like lead a better life, like trying to rock. And I swear to God, while he's talking to me, I'm like, <laughs> like just nodding like you out. you needed a cigarette to wake back up. Yeah, I was like, uh, and I come home that day and I find out that CPS opened up an investigation on my dad yeah. um, for potential child abuse because I had a cigarette burn on my arm. And so at this time, my dad and my stepmom are running that daycare. And so their daycare comes under investigation because I have this cigarette burn on my arm. And I remember I walked into the house and I had a fucking like not even a cigarette. It was a wild horse cigarette, uh, wild horse cigar. They look like cigarettes. Okay. And like you get them straight off of the reservation, like at the casinos, okay. you know, and I had it in my arm and I come home and my dad looks at me and he's like, oh, what's that in your fucking ear? Give me that shit. Throw that away. And then he's like, where were you? And I was like, I was about, and he's just like grilling me for this shit. He's like, I, I was like, I was at Bobby's and he's, he's on the phone with my mom and he's like, well, he's not looking down or to the left. So he's not lying. And I'm like. Was this fucking lie to me? You think you're a fucking lie expert? Dude, short-lived short show about lie experts. I love that show. I loved it too. Loved it. Um, and I, I, he basically, he tells me that Bobby is like the only friend that I have at this point. It's like a person that I commiserate with, you know, because I don't have any other friends. He's the only friend who's like, He's been super cool to me. Let's me hang out at his house, do drugs, drink, smoke, party, and he's a really cool guy. You know, he's all I have at this point. And my dad tells me he's like, "You're not fucking hanging out with that guy anymore." And I start losing my shit on my dad, and I'm like screaming at him. I'm like, "Fuck you, you!" And like, I unloaded on him, and I started like yelling at him for every little fucking thing from the time I was a kid <laughs> to like. Right. To now and then it escalated to like the middle of the street you know Jesus. in front of our house and it was all like screaming and yelling there was no like you know fighting or anything but i was so mad at my dad for trying to take my only friend away from me and he got right. my mom involved and my mom was there this was the first time that my parents came together on a common goal in like 10 years they were like okay you need to calm down you need to like chill the fuck out and turns out my dad was right. I should not have hung out with Bobby for as long as <laughs> yeah, he was I a did. bad influence. Yeah, he was a bad influence. Um, 
Yeah, so that's that's what happened with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it doesn't shock me when you uh, when you had mentioned that uh, specifically the cigarette burn. I was like, oh, like they're gonna think that it was like an older uh-huh. person in your life for sure. Yeah, which I don't um, know why that's what they they jump to. I mean, sometimes the kids are making their own decisions and doing stupid shit. Well, sure, but I think at, well. So actually, at at seventeen, I guess that is a little odd. But definitely, when when yeah, kids also, are younger, have you seen how tall my dad is? I abuse him, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, it is it, it is very funny seeing um, seeing you with your dad because well, I'm guessing you're not a big Harry Potter guy. No. Okay. Well, so that reference wasn't going to land. But he does look like Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, no. Um, for everyone listening who's not Connie, in the Harry Potter books, one of the giant, like half giant guys, his dad is like very small. Um, <laughs> and so when he's in eighth grade, he thinks it's funny because in eighth grade, he's like eight feet tall and his dad is like five foot. And he thinks it's funny to like pick him up in his hand. And I think about that every time when I see you with your dad, where I'm like, you just look like this, this ogre that just could just scoop this little man. (laughs) Yeah. I look adopted next to my dad. (laughs) Dude, It looks out of place. Yeah. Um, No, but I assume that your, your older brother looks like you because your own, your younger brother looks a lot like you. He, my older brother, there's some features that are similar. Um, but my older brother, he has black hair, which is straight oh, really? from my mom. Yeah, he has black hair. Oh, interesting. Wait, your mom has black hair? No, no, no. His mom has black hair. Oh, his mom. Okay. My yes. older brother, he has black hair, and his mom has black hair. That makes um, sense. I got red hair. Fuck. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, no offense, dude, but um, if your mom has black hair, then there's more lies. There are lies. <laughs> I need to go deeper on Ancestry.com and see what there, I'm missing. <laughs> there have been lies. <laughs> it was like, no offense, but there's literally zero chance that either of your parents have black hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Christ. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I'm glad that we're all better. I'm glad yeah. that we're, for the most part, mentally stable. As you drink your sixth beer. You've been counting. I have not. I guessed. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Hell yeah.